It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Woman in sumo suit assaulted ex-boyfriend after he waved at a woman dressed as a Snickers bar. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's News. And it's brought to you in part by Canopy Credit Union. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Picture, if you will, walking into your favorite grocery store and sitting there at the entrance at a table is me with a little clipboard saying, would you please sign this petition? Mm. Oh, we love that, don't we? I'm from Idaho. <laughs> this one, a good uh, one does not have to do with voting, Slim, oh, so okay. it, you don't have to be you know, from the area. I'm Canadian. Have you ever tried to dodge that and go to the other door only to find there was somebody even worse yeah. at the other door? Ooh. I bought some last time. <laughs> you got him ready to go, huh? He does. He yeah. <laughs> Locked and loaded with the excuses. I am too. I have a whole variety of excuses. The, I usually do like this. No. The AirPods have helped out mightily. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, just act like I just you keep can't walking. hear them. Yeah. That's good. That's good, Slim. Either that or the answer the phone call, the fake phone call. But this petition, you guys might be interested in signing. Okay. Because it started from Heinz, the Heinz Ketchup Company. They make a lot of other great products as well, but... Right now, it's their ketchup department that is really going after what they call the Big Bun and Big Wiener companies. And, and ketchup is the very first thing we think of with Heinz, right? Sure. sure. The, the Heinz 57 sauce might be my second thing just yeah. because it's in the name of it. But, yeah, I mean, ketchup for sure. And they are now starting a petition. The Heinz Hot Dog Pact on change.org. So they're not actually setting out in front of the store, but you can just sign it online. Where they're now asking, could the hot dog companies and the bun companies please, for once, work together and solve a problem that has been around way too long? And that is the old eight hot dogs, excuse me, eight buns, ten hot dogs. Yeah. Why are the packages different? It is one of the weirdest things ever. It doesn't really, it feels like they should have had that figured out a long time ago. Like, this isn't rocket science. Just make a bigger bag of buns. Yep, it is dumb. And we agree that it's more on the bun company than the hot dog company. The hot dog company is already giving us Wait, do you ten. want less hot dogs? No, no I don't. Of course you don't. Now, I guess maybe if you made the hot dog a little bit bigger. Well, there so are that- those that are more like a sausage that come in like a six-pack. Yeah, for sure. And it is funny. You can get like the the Longhorn sausages, one of my favorites. Four of them, and yeah. you're like, well, now I got to buy two packages to reach the. Bu-. Does anyone actually have eight hot dogs? It seems like you're right. Nah. The big ones are six. <laughs> or, yeah, or maybe or ten. Eight. Yeah, but yeah, but, but then the all little of a sudden ones. you're just like, well, what? Can we just get this right? And that is exactly what Heinz is asking for. The Heinz hot dog pact will run through the end of July when it is National Hot Dog Month. Just saying. Please, pay attention to us. We we need this problem fixed once and for all. Yeah, simple. Yeah, that I is like one it. that if I saw somebody uh, out in front of the store asking me to sign that, I would sign it. I would probably try to ignore them first. Maybe if they were dressed like a hot dog, that would help. That would be great. I would be willing yes, to listen to Yes, that would be great. Or a ketchup bottle. 
Yep. Do you want to do Heinz? Like, okay, you know what? I will at least see what you want me to sign. And if bun companies, you want to try to defend yourself, I'm willing to listen, but it better be a I good excuse. See, and I've always assumed it was because they wanted you to buy five packs of hot dogs, four packs of buns. Five packs of hot dogs? Or no, the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Four packs of hot dogs, five packs of buns. I just thought it was always a ploy to, to get, sell more product. Sure. Yeah, it could be a genius ploy if you're the bun people and you're like, well, let's just go too short. Then they got to buy two packs, even if they only buy one pack of hot dogs, and they're probably going to waste those other buns. Yeah. Those, oh, let's freeze those buns and then never use them and then eventually take them down to Riverfront Park and throw them to the seagulls. That's not true. Or the now, you meet at that perfect 40-40 position. That's the sweet spot in the hot dog world. As a cold hot dog eater, I will say that I have enjoyed, at times, the fact that there are more hot dogs than buns, because mm. every once in a while when you first open that package and you're getting ready to grill them, you're like, you know, I could eat a cold one before I grill these, and Ugh. it's not going to matter because the buns won't be ruined. Yeah. Or you can, you know, cook them and then eat one or two without... Death. Yep. For for Jay's... Oh, on my God. Cold, cold hot, hot dog. dog. Oh, so what good. is the point? They're so great, Jay. The, but this is the man who's never had a bologna sandwich. You have to eat him as a snack. Can't eat him as a meal. Oh, will, for sure. I will never. Yeah, ever, if you sit ever. down and your meal is cold hot dogs, I'll I'm starve. Sorry. I'll yeah, starve. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. I would literally starve to death. It literally is like you're just eating it as like a warm up for dinner. It's like an appetizer. Cold hot dogs are more of an appetizer. Cold hot dogs are these in the same exact category as string cheese. Yes. That, that, that's Cold a great hot call. dogs yep, are not are. string cheese. They're the same category. The same. Which is what? You put snack? Just a snack. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna Just put cold hot dogs in the that, vending machine. That doesn't. Oh, don't bet. don't do don't say something that you're not gonna actually do. Because Slim and I would buy cold hot dogs out of the vending <laughs> if there was a way to do it. I don't. I just picture them not individually wrapped and just watching it, and then have it fall, and you got to reach in there and grab a cold hot dog. Wait, wouldn't they go bad? Not refrigerated? No, oh, no, okay. not a hot dog. There's a lot of preservatives uh, in there. Don't go no bad. way. Story number two. Just line it in there. Oh man. Oh uh, well, we look forward to seeing your hot dogs uh, in the uh, vending machine. <laughs> This, Slim, I wonder, are you a backpack guy at all or a carrier at all for Olivia? Do you ever wear one of those I got carriers? this right here. And I, I, it's my backpack for me, and it's my backpack for my daughter. I've had it forever. Did you so mean an actual backpack or like a kid backpack, Kevin? Like the kind where you actually carry your child the on. Car- a child carrier oh. slash, yeah, that's oh, what Oh, I to meant. carry my child. Yeah. Yes, my no, bad. No, get out of here. You've never done. You've never had the the pack thing. I don't do that. Okay, they are popular though. You do see a lot of them where yeah, the front ones and the back ones. Yep. And this is a little uh, life hack from a dad who says he likes to wear it when he has to go mow the lawn or whatever. Yep. He throws oh, the yeah. baby on. They go. They mow the lawn, and the baby enjoys it. Dad enjoys it because he gets it done, and I'm assuming mom enjoys it because the baby's gone and the lawn's getting mowed. Great for the kids hearing, I'm sure. Okay. Maybe he's wearing headphones. Welcome to 2021. Jeez. What? He is ready for all the 2021 things with a baby, aren't you? You've got to be prepared these days. You've got to be prepared. Uh, 
Now, so then, I wouldn't even take my baby so outside with the smoke. The baby out. obviously is covered completely. You're actually so right, Jay. So the sun does not hurt it. The smoke does not hurt it. The uh, UV rays. I can't believe you didn't have a hat on your kid. Yeah, we were. <laughs> honestly, I took the, the summer, picture. Yeah. We were outside for one minute, but thank you for for knowing that with the one picture I took. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they, of course they do. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't have a hat on. You never had on. It's too smoky to be outside. Yeah, you fed your kid a right. cold hot dog. Then you let the you were actually mowing the grass while your child was outside. You know, it's not, you know that the long. water that comes from the faucet isn't great for your kid to drink. Oh jeez. <laughs> Do you know it was the only water we had when we were kids? When our parents never even told us to drink water when it was hundred degrees. Well, there used to be times when I was wish I was uh, younger. I'm so glad I'm it's, not. Uh, it's pretty special. The internet's pretty special. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, viral, terrible picture of the kid that's all burnt oh. from the garden hose water? I don't believe that it's actually from a garden hose, but it's like the kid's all burnt, and it says... Well, that's terrible. It, it, it's very terrible, but it's like, don't let your kids play with a hose because this is how hot the water is when it comes out of the hose. And I thought, it might well be. I don't know how hot the water is. I get it's it hot. that it's hot. Yeah. I, I do under. I remember that. I mean, I don't know if it can burn you, and if it can, then that's terrible. But if it, if it's, if they're making that to dramatize something, that's also terrible. Yeah. But yeah, I think as kids we experienced that, did we not, Kevin? You For t- sure. You turn the water on. The neighbor kid wasn't smart enough to realize that the first you know ten seconds it's going to be very hot water, very hot, yeah. and then very cold. The and, uh, the other and perfectly clean. The other one. There's a lot of hey, I don't mean to be a mom. I hate to be a mom, but like that's it just if you started a message to me with that, delete it. Because well, first of all, delete. though, you, no, you didn't. I don't. I don't mean to be a mom, but did you? Ugh, those Hot Wheels are a very big choking hazard, and I always send back the same thing. Good, I'm sending you a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's terrible. every time. I mean that's I'll terrible. send that every time back. I mean, that's terrible. You know that those Legos are a choking hazard. Good, I'm sending them to you right now. Please choke on it. <laughs> They're just helping. They're, it's very the internet is helpful, man. They're just trying to help. Well, this dad has a life hack, and I'm it is be mad absolutely. I don't listen one day, and it all goes wrong. Kevin, tell me about this life hack and his deaf child. Well, here's what's great. I'm going to read this, and then I'm going to read the last line because it is exactly 2021. This dad has rigged up a necklace that he wears. Okay, that he loads full of Cheerios. <laughs> and as he's mowing the lawn, he has a necklace full of Cheerios. Like on the back of his neck? He just wears it. The oh, kids it's in the like, front, like, front the, like the old uh, Sweet Tart ones. Exactly, Jay. Oh, the old man. necklaces that we used to all eat with the candy on them. And the kid would just bites off the Cheerios hanging from the makeshift shik- Ooh. Well, makeshift to- necklace. He said with a K at the end. He got, he got a bailout Shik- with, the, with the K. Like, like the razor. Yeah. I was trying to get into neck, and uh, that's I, yeah. where the trouble was. Yeah, it was. So this is what the dad says. Baby can have a snack while I'm doing yard work. Yard work. That one he just said a wrong word. Yeah, that yard. one was yard. Yeah. Yard work. Oh, I'm over here doing then, yard work. followed by this. Parents should consult with a pediatrician if unsure if their baby is old enough to eat foods like Cheerios. <laughs> he put that at the 2021. end? 2021. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, as he's got a great... Life hack, he has to end it with, you should consult with a pediatrician if unsure if your baby is old enough to eat food like Cheerios. Uh, and by the way, I do want to make it very clear, boys. The Legos I'm talking about are Duplos, the big ones. Yeah. Okay, just 
Well, I, oh God. I'm not, we're not playing with the little tiny ones always. I'll send you a hundred. You know what? Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. If I was a betting man, I would put money on it that your life will end one day at the hands of Jay as he strangles you to death for saying stupid things on the radio. <laughs> and if I was a betting man, I would go with a duvet. Kevin James. Do you want to rethink it or is that what you really want to go with? I mean, it was actually so deep it took a minute. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Beat the show time, and it's brought to you by Uncle Dan's. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. Morning, Don. Morning. What are you doing? Uh, let's just say I taught Rick everything he knows. Oh, you're a, what is the official title of? Relief. Excuse me, what? Relief? Relief. You're a relief driver? Yes, like (laughs) Pepto-Bismol. Okay, so you are a sanitation engineer. Correct. You're a garbage man. Yeah. No, 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 not one of those guys. <laughs> Easy, Kevin. Better than what I was going to say. I was yeah, going to say whoa, piece of trash. Whoa. You were going to say piece of trash. I was going to say it, but yeah. I didn't because we had much better terminology. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see how Don does today. I'm excited to see how you boys do today because we are diving into the world of Toy Story. Okay. Oh, whoa. What's the occasion, Slim? He likes you the movie? You know what? I saw some stuff on one of the, one of the questions. I saw some stuff about it on the internet and i thought let's do some toy story questions today all right i don't want to give too much away gotcha because it would give away an answer don which one of us would you like to challenge me or kevin i'm gonna say you all right okay Okay. jaybird goodbye jay will remove those headphones and we will go here in 60 seconds we'll be on the clock best of luck don if you pass we will try to get back to the questions you pass enough time allowance here we go Don, how many Toy Story movies are there? Four. What was the name of the dog who was Woody's sidekick in Toy Story? Slinky. Mr. Pricklepants. Was he a hedgehog, a porcupine, or a fox? Uh, Porcupine. Duke Kaboom is from what North American country? Canadian. He's Canada. What is the name of the neighbor that is the main antagonist in Toy Story 1? Uh, pass. Lotso Huggin Bear is the main bad guy in which Toy Story? Number three. Don Rickles voiced what toy? Uh, I'm sorry, who? Don Rickles. Uh, pass. What is the main? What is the name of the neighbor that is the main antagonist in Toy Story? What? And then Don Rickles voiced what character? Uh, we'll say uh, the Hug Bear. Okay, okay. 
Jaybird, uh, putting those headphones he was, back on. Donna's uh, quick on some of those questions. He was. I mean, real good. He was. He was. He knows his Toy Story. Yes, he does. Very happy about that. All right, Jay, you're going to get the same seven questions, 60 seconds on the clock. Best of luck. Were his answers garbage? How many Toy Story movies are there? Uh, four. What was the name of the dog who was Woody's sidekick in Toy Story? Slinky. Is Mr. Pricklepants a hedgehog, a porcupine, or a fox? Mr. Pricklepants? Mr. Pricklepants. Are we still talking about Toy Story? I don't remember that one. He's a uh, hedgehog. Duke Kaboom is he for, or is from what North American country? Duke Kaboom. The United States of America. What is the name of the neighbor that is the main antagonist in Toy Story? Sid. Lotso Huggin Bear is the main bad guy in which Toy Story? Three. Don Rickles voiced what toy? Huh. I mean, I, I pictured should I, have known that one. Don Rickles. Yeah. What else is he famous from? Just. I mean, comedy. he's a comedian. But, comedian. Uh, was around for a billion years. Yeah, Don Rickles passed still? away in 2017. Okay. Well, I didn't even know two of those. Toy Story Mr. references. Mr. Pants is know from that Toy one. Story 3. Okay, that's a flat-out guess. 3. Yeah, he's, he's and, one of the... And what was the other one that I that was obscure? Duke Kaboom, you yeah, may not know. Duke he's from Kaboom. Toy Story 4. Okay, yeah, I didn't... That Those those two I was just guessing on. I have no idea. Well, see how we did. How many Toy Story movies are there? You both said four. That is correct. It is one-to-one. One. What is the name of the dog who is Woody's sidekick in Toy Story? You both said Slinky. That is correct. I almost said Mr. Slinky. <laughs> Mr. Pricklepants. Oh. Jay, you got this right. He is a hedgehog. He is a hedgehog. You take a three to two lead. It's a great name for a hedgehog. Duke Kaboom is from what North American country? Don knew this one. He said Canada. That is correct. Really? It is three to it's three. like the Canadian Evil Knievel. Yes, Kev, exactly. He's got is the that red, right? white, and blue all yep. over I mean, just the red and white all over him. He's awesome. Duke Kaboom's great. What is the name of the neighbor that is the main antagonist in Toy Story? Don missed this. He said, Butch, you got it right, Jay. It is Sid, and you take a four to three lead going into question six. Sid, very mean, very creepy. Very yeah. creepy. Very creepy. Bad very kid. Yeah, this is a ripping, bad, bad. ripping heads off toys. Yeah, bad Lots kid. Lotso Huggin Bear is the main bad guy in which Toy Story? You both said three. That is correct. It is now five to four. High scoring affair going into the final question. Lotso Huggin Bear. Another great name. Great name. Don Rickles voiced what toy? Don Rickles was the voice of Mr. Potato Head. Oh. Mr. Potato. The the, the very uh, first villain in Toy Story. He's got that. the train robbery going on right there at the very, very beginning. The first time we had our eyes open to that, the world of animated toys. What was Cliff Clavin the voice of? Sure. John Ratzenberger. What was he, he was, the voice I, of? He was the pig. He was, uh, that's not what they called him. He was the pig, though. Okay. Who was the voice of Hammy. the squeaker toy? John Ratzenberger was the voice of one uh, of the Monsters, Inc. characters. I think that's what you're thinking. No, he was also on, <laughs> he was also on Toy Story. Of what? Who? Uh, who the one that the, has the, the, the breathing toy, thing? The or breathing it? thing. I was thinking that was Don Rickles, but mm, I'm totally wrong. 
I feel like it's somebody we should know, Kevin. I don't know. Yeah, because they had such famous people in all those movies doing the voices. I'll tell you this. Tom Hanks was Sheriff Woody. <laughs> Tim, Tim Allen, Allen was, was Buzz Lightyear. Fact. <laughs> End of Jim story. Jim Varney was Slinky Dog. That's one thing I remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who was? Jim Varney. You may Vern? know Jim Varney. Vern, yeah. Hey, Bert. You know may, may know Jim Varney as such things as Ernest P. Whirl, Kevin. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, did I did I win that one? You did win today. Five uh, to four. Final score. High score in a fair. Jeez. Don, um, you are trash. Sorry. Oh, I can't help it. You're going to have to pick a number for us. Which number would you like to pick? I will take number three. You know, Rick's going to say that he would have won today, but you're going to tell Rick that's a bunch of garbage as well because... If he would have won, he would have got through. And he didn't get through, so he wouldn't yeah. have won. He already texted me the right answer. Of course oh he my did. Gosh. Gosh, let it go, Rick. You don't have to always be right. <laughs> All right, uh, Don, try to call back. Be that uh, person to get through and get the $100 gift card, okay? Okay, thank, thank you. you, buddy. By Appreciate the, you. By the way, my favorite, my favorite voice in Toy Story that's not one of the big dogs, not Tom Hanks or Tim Allen, Wallace Shawn. As Rex, the guy from Princess Bride, he was on Loki last week. That guy has one of my favorite voices of any voice ever in entertainment. And what's his name? Wallace Shawn. You recognize him the second you see him. Really? You recognize him the second you see him. Prince Princess Bride. He was with Andre the Giant and Princess Bride. He is he his voice is fantastic. Okay. Rex was the best. Oh yeah, I see this guy. Oh yeah, he does have a great voice. That's right. Okay, great, great voice. All right, four four one zero nine nine nine. Yeah, kinda, kind of a short guy, yeah. bald guy, right? Oh, yeah. I love him. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he's great. Who was it, Kevin? Did you find it? Yeah, Rob Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Oh, I have heard another lady call another lady's sister. Okay, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that your sister to you? Yeah, cause Kevin James. Just don't. Want you to tell me what I haven't haven't heard, okay, Bub? The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine Coyote Country. It's the Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day. It is stat of the day, Tom. All right, I'm ready. So I need there to be some new rating systems because I was looking this up. Your stat of the day. What what's the most watched broadcast television broadcast of all time? That's not a Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Super Bowl are the top eight. Super Bowl are the top eight. 2015, 2014, oh, I think 2016, I... 2012, 2017, 2011, 2013, 2010. And then number nine is a non-Super Bowl. Was it the... I do think I know. What do you think it is, Kev? I think it's the MASH final Yeah, the episode. last episode of MASH. That's that is correct, say. boys. Yeah. 105,970,000 people tuned in for the MASH goodbye farewell Amen. I got in an argument with somebody about this because they like the show MASH, and I said, that doesn't mean it was a good show. I'm not saying it was a terrible show, but it's not that great of a show. It's just the fact that it was the only thing on. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's That's when you had three channels and everybody, mm-hmm. you were more likely to watch it. And so... Like now you could have a show, but there's how many other billion shows that you could be watching? Yeah. If you look at year-by-year stuff, 
Last year, the top-watched show was NBC's Sunday Night Football. It was also the same in 2018-2019. Mm. Roseanne actually took that spot in 2018, 2017-2018. Really? When Roseanne returned, they had the top-watched show wow. that year. The highest, other highest-rated highest rated broadcast, the, not speaking of numbers, highest-rated broadcast of all time was MASH. With a 60 rating. I don't know how the rating works all the way. I think it means it's percentages of households. So 60% of households were wow. watching MASH. That's crazy. I get it, February Kevin. There was less to choose from. 1983. Oh, 83. Wow. Dallas, 53% of people watched Who Done It. Yeah, that Dallas, was. Dallas, 1980. That was huge. Roots is number three. Part Part eight. Roots Part eight. 51% of televisions were tuned to that January 30th. 1977. So I bring all this up to say we really need, because I love the ratings thing and we don't, we do not really have good ratings anymore. We need a good way to rate television viewing currently because I think it will give me a better pulse on what I should be or shouldn't be watching. You knew back in the 80s, the 70s, you knew Dallas was going to be very popular. Mm -hmm. You knew MASH was going to be very popular. You knew these things. The show The Fugitive back in 1967 cracks the list of the top 50. I mean, there's a lot. Cheers, One for the Road, all these shows. Right. But now with streaming and things, I have no idea. Last night when I watched the season finale of Loki, if a lot of people watched it or not a lot of people watched it. I have no clue, and I don't like that. Well, it's so hard, too, because everybody watches things at different times. Like It's impossible to just get a good gauge on it. That's what's so weird about it. Well, Kev, for a while what they did is they came out with a rating that included live television, watching it live, but also right. they were able to tap into if it was DVR'd for later viewing. Okay. But, of course, streaming has ruined that yeah. because you're not DVRing something. There's not a set. You're not clicking the buttons to show that you're recording something when you stream it. And then doesn't it seem easier to track streaming than anything else? Kev, it seems like it should be the most simple. Like, what? what is streaming on my TV or on my computer? Okay. You can read everything else. I mean, if I say chicken and a biscuit, next thing you know, the next two weeks, my ads are all chicken and a biscuit. So how can you not tell me what my TV show is right. and tell us what the most popular shows are? Yeah, that is weird. And again, I know it's it's the staggered watch times that's messing it up. Yeah. And, and I think it stinks for the streaming, Kev, because you have different services, right? I, here's the deal. I want to know if I watched the top-rated show of the week last night when I watched Loki, episode six, watched the final episode of season one. I want to know if I was part of that because that used to be a thing. You would watch American Idol. For sure. And Jay would say on Monday, top watch show last week, American Idol, and you're like, yep, I was part of it. Yeah. yeah. I was part of it. It was fun. Yeah, I love that. you don't that. get that anymore. But here's the deal with Loki, right? It's on Disney+. Plus. So Disney Plus releases their numbers, and they're like, well, 50 gazillion people streamed it. And then Netflix goes, well, hang on. Hang on, hang on. According to our streaming service, 51 gazillion people <laughs> streamed Tiger King again. And you're like, well, this isn't fair, right? Because they yeah. they can inflate the numbers however they want, which ruins it. But I miss ratings, boys. I miss them. Yeah, you just it'd be nice to say that it was number two. Whatever you watched, Slim, was probably number two. Because why was it fun? When you would come out with the top five rated shows of the week, wasn't it always fun to see if you Absolutely. Well, you want to be part yeah. of the you want to be a part of the show that won. Or yeah. at least that was in then you're like, Oh, see, I'm not alone. A lot of other people watched the NBA finals. 
Exactly. Right. Congratulations. Exactly. Early in the pandemic, remember I tried to do the top streaming shows? Yes. And that was weird because it was always difficult because it would list, like this one site had three of the streaming services. Yeah. And they, then another one had their own individual and their own individual. So you'd have to go through and like almost put it all together. And why someone isn't doing that where it's just like a simple, you know, like the box office. I just want to be able to click on it and you tell me the most streamed show of the week. Yes. So then you know, Slim, you can go, oh, Loki. There we go. I watched the third most popular show of the week. I yeah, feel good. Because statistics, they spin them, of course, to make them say whatever they want. Yeah, but the rating was 4.2. Right. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Tell me. Yeah. I'm, I'm number one. Yay. I can't believe people spin the ratings to make them what they want. And this is America's favorite country music talk show. 